Hey everyone, welcome to the show. So, I'm talking to you live from down under, just on my way to work. Had a few thoughts, thought I'd have a chat. Um, you know, I've lived in Australia over 20 years now, and I'm from the States, obviously. And uh, being a child of both those worlds, well, a child of America, but a grown-up of Australia, it's interesting, I'm always sort of caught in the middle just when it comes on watching what's happening in the world and the differences between between Australia and, and the rest of the world and uh, how we're all reacting to this pandemic. And this subject I've been trying to avoid in general, COVID, because it's been talked about at nauseum, but what can I say? It's still happening, it's still serious. We're still in it. And uh, <clears throat> one of the things I suppose that, that triggered me, uh, I noticed there was a uh, Queensland woman in Australia who uh, was, well, <laughs> manhandled and thrown in the back of a <laughs> paddy wagon uh, by cops because uh, she was <clears throat> out just at a cafe and um, didn't show proof of her immunization. Now, there are <laughs> so many things to, to this story, so many facets, and... I suppose the main thing is, you know, you think we would have learned something this past couple of years about just how we treat each other, just just simply that we're all human and we're all in this together, uh, no matter who we are, where we are, and uh, yeah, it's just how we treat each other is is really going to be an example of of who we are as people, and and it shows everyone's true colors. Um, again, I'm I'm not I'm not against the police. I'm not anti-Australia, I'm not anti-vax, I'm not anti-anything, just having a discussion, which is hard to do these days, just to have an open dialogue, which is, I think, the most powerful thing you can do, and I think we've forgotten that, the, the art of the dialogue, the power of that, to actually just have a discussion without being so divisive, to actually be able to sit down with someone or a group of people and, and discuss your points of view and intelligent thoughts, some emotional mixed with intelligence, mixed with science, mixed with logic, all these things together. And at the end, you may not always agree, but you're all going to come away having learned something every time. Learn something about the other person. Learn something about, about their point of view. Looked at something in a different way. That is essentially how humans have evolved to where we are now. And don't deny that, that that's the whole point, communication how we work together. Uh, and if that gets lost because you can't speak up and you can't, you can't voice your opinion, well, we're all lost. And yeah, some of that, that rings true. As, as an American, you're thinking, oh, typical, you're just crying freedom of speech. Well, what's wrong with that? Uh, I do believe, and this is a fact, you know, some of the most important words were, were written down and they're important words in the Declaration of Independence, in the Constitution, and that the government should be by the people. Uh, again, you bring up all these things and you become, you know, you get labeled, you're right, right wing, left wing, you're conspiracy theorist. It's sad because, again, I enjoy just bringing subjects up and, and having that conversation and talking through it and coming out on the other end wiser. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm not a fanatic just because I'm talking about the facts. And the facts are, you know, America was founded on some beautiful ideals. Like I say, even if the men and women at the time couldn't live that life, because they lived in a different world. Surprise! They lived in a different time and a different world. 
but they had the foresight to write these things down for future generations. And we're here now. We're here. And I'm sorry to say the current generations are just sort of destroying it. Um, they, um, they seem to just succumb to the fact that the government's in charge and, and I have no control. I have no say. Are you kidding? That's the entire point of the American government is you do have say. You do have representation. It starts with your family. It starts in your community, in your town, in your city, in your state, and you represent it all the way up. If they're doing something you don't like, you need to change that. I'm not saying to go out and riot. I'm saying to do it the right way by having these conversations, by, by talking and letting people know. So, look, that's my quick spiels so you understand where I'm always coming from. I'm coming from a place of, of the fact that, you know, we're all in this together. And we do forget sometimes where we come from. Um, especially in the States, where I feel like so many people speak out against the country and they don't realize um, how special that is. Um, you can live in that country and shit on it. <clears throat> you can burn the flag and take a crap on it right next to the guy who's waving it with pride. And both of you live in the same country and you can go home and uh, chill and watch Netflix and uh, not be arrested. Uh, try doing that in Korea or China. I'm serious. Um, this isn't conspiracy theory. This is fact. You live in a place that is so free and open. Don't take advantage of that. Use it, use it for the right reasons. So... Anyway, I had to get that out of the way, and, and that's not rhetoric. I'm not someone who, who spills rhetoric. I will never do that. I can't stand people who just read something on, on Twitter or TikTok, and then they just vomit it out on social media, and other nitwits pick it up and follow it, and there you've got mob mentality. Um, I believe we are all individuals, and as much as we're part of groups, I don't think the groups define us. Uh, if a group defines you, if your religion or the color of your skin, or your sexual identity, if that's all that defines you, I, I'm feel a bit sorry for you, because that's a bit sad. You, um, you're a bit one-sided, because so many things make up all of us until we become the individual outside of that group. All of our experiences, all of our knowledge, whatever you believe that's inside you as a soul that's unique, there is only one of you, just so you know that. Whoever's listening, there's only one of you. You may identify with other groups, family members, friends, like-minded people. That's fine. That's another part of you, another facet of the amazing pieces that make up you. So again, I just had to put that in there as well because I feel like people are forgetting that. That we are all individuals and then we do come together because we have common interests and common goals. And if we communicate correctly, we can do great things. So back to... The woman getting arrested in Queensland. Um, yeah, again, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I've been vaccinated. I work in healthcare here. Uh, I'll get into that in a bit. Yes, in Australia, uh, it has been mandated uh, by the health minister that we are vaccinated. And I'm not going to argue with that because I get that. We work in a medical setting, um, even beyond the pandemic. Every hospital, every clinic, anything having to do with uh, someone coming in for medical needs, uh, there's already policies and procedures in place. Um, there's always infectious disease control. Okay, these are just commonplace things. This is normal. I get this. You don't want to spread sickness in any way, whether it's the common cold or the flu, COVID, uh, or someone who's, who's got a cut on their arm and they're bleeding all over the floor. There are things in place to protect everybody, the patients and the staff. 
I'm not arguing that, and I'm not an anti-vaxxer. But again, the things that I'm going to talk about, I think, need to be talked about because they are gonna, they're going to lead to other things, especially when politics and the government is all wrapped up in it. Again, that's not a conspiracy theory. That's just the fact. When you, when you wrap up the government in something that's a personal medical choice, I'm sorry, you're on a slippery slope, and you're going down a road that's, um, well, it has an unknown outcome. <laughs> so... So anyway, in Queensland, the woman goes in to the cafe. And so in Australia, um, we've been going through this for a while. You have to check in wherever you go. They use QR codes to keep track of you, and you have to check in. And, you know, we've, we've succumbed to that and gotten quite used to that. And now for most places that you go, um, you have to show your uh, vaccination ID. That's part of your, your VitGov healthcare identity uh you know it's all it's all meta it's all metadata it's all in the cloud that's a, that's another podcast in itself we've just succumbed and given our our whole identity to to the cloud and we don't even care we've given it to the bill gates of the world to the zuckerbergs yeah just take it i don't care yeah you own my identity take it <laughs> but in any case we're used to that we check in wherever we go <clears throat> we show that we've been double vaxxed and if you haven't uh, obviously businesses have the right to refuse service to people. And I guess that's on an individual business basis. Um, again, clinical and hospitals are different. They, of course, crack down on that as well. We do that at work, of course. Um, also, let me preface this by saying this is in no way anything having to do with, with where I work. I love what, where I work. Uh, I love the company. It's a great place. I work with amazing doctors, nurses, and staff, and yes, it has nothing to do with them. This has to do with, with government and the Vic government, um, you know, handing down these mandates. So again, never anything to do um, with, with where I work. They are amazing. Um, but yeah, so businesses have the right to refuse that. So I don't know what happened here in that the cops showed up. Uh, and on the video, you see that, uh, well, she's being pulled and manhandled and grabbed by several cops, four or five cops. And uh, she's saying, look, I'm happy to show you my details. She said, I didn't refuse. I just declined. Which, again, we're getting into a gray area because all these new rules are popping up. It is hard to know where to be. And, and are you allowed to decline to show something about your, your personal health, about something that usually is so protected? The privacy of your medical details is vehemently protected so much here and I'm sure I'm sure everywhere else and it's just interesting that it's so protected when you go to the clinic privacy is paramount between between the doctor and the patient but outside in the world we're now being forced to give certain ones up again it's just you know it's a lot we're trying to catch up all right give the people a chance so I'm just still I'm looking at this I'm looking at the cops pulling on this old woman. Well, she's in her 40s. She's not old, but still a mature woman, just an adult wanting to chill out at a cafe, maybe find some peace of mind, maybe, you know, take her mind off, off the horrible past couple years. And they literally dragged her in to the back of the, the, the truck and, um, and uh, closed the door. And there you go. Uh, look, I don't, 
I don't know the rest of the story. I don't really need to. Um, I don't care. That was enough. That part was enough. The fact that it's even happening. The fact that we live in such an authoritarian society that that's happening now. And, yeah, again, I love Australia. I'm here. It's given me a lot. And, and that one has nothing to do with the other. This has to do with, again, politics. Um, Australia or Melbourne have one of the longest lockdowns in the world. And it's not a competition. It's just a fact. Uh, you know, it was, it was a, a huge lockdown. And our whole lives consisted of, of just going to the store, buying food to sustain us and going back in our homes and living like hermits. Um, so, look, my thing is, is just, just where is this all going? What have, we, what have we learned about people that we just have succumbed to control so, so easily? I mean, you could go on and on and say it's all art imitating life or, or vice versa, but whether it's, you know, George Orwell's 1984, whether we're all stuck in the Matrix, uh, uh, funny enough, the new generation seems to be happy to be stuck in the Matrix. I've talked about that before. The Matrix used to be about control, if you've ever seen the movie, the virtual world, and we were all asleep, uh, plugged in, uh, being used as batteries by the machines, <laughs> uh, you know. You used to think that was total fantasy, but who's to say that actually won't happen? God knows we, uh, we love invent, inventing artificial intelligence, so and we all know how that ends in every sci-fi movie. But yeah, my point is, is you know, many writers from the past have, have predicted this sort of dystopian future, and, and most of the time it, it ends up a certain party or a certain government um, controlling the people. Again... <laughs> I sound like I'm just passing on rhetoric, rhetoric. I'm just giving you my thoughts on what I'm seeing and what we're all seeing, but we seem to just be denying it. And um, yeah, so in Australia, we had that lockdown and at multiple lockdowns. I'm sure there's more coming. Don't, uh, don't rule that out. But the thing is, I'm, I'm so surprised that we conformed so quickly. Uh, that is scary if you think about it. If you had asked me, you know, five years ago or so, um, that we would all give up our rights like this, go around wearing a mask, check in wherever we go, uh, we would just live our lives primarily online, we would stay at home, uh, and nobody would, would resist or push back, I would say there's no way. There'd be an uprising, there'd be a revolt. Um, uh, the barbarians would be at the gate and <laughs> pulling the thing down. And except for, yes, some, some clusters here and there of people pushing back. And I'm talking about specifically in, in Australia, to be honest. For the most part, everyone just said, yeah, all right, I'll do that. I'll stay at home. Oh, it's going to continue? Oh, maybe for a while longer? Yeah, all right, that's all right. I'll just, I'll just go online. I'll just watch movies. I'll just buy stuff. I'll just get it delivered to my door. Uh, uh, I'm amazed at that. And... The scary thing is, is that humans have an amazing power, and unfortunately it can go either way. Right now it's to our detriment, and that power is to, to adapt. Um, again, that's part of how we've evolved as well, to be able to do what we do, to be able to create such scientific achieve achievements and you know, amazing um, interstellar travel and all these things, it is because we are able to adapt to a situation. And... That can be positive, but in this particular case, I think it was quite negative. We, um, yeah, we just succumbed to that and adapted so quickly 
to, to just do what we were told. Wow. And um, so, yeah, so that's where we are. We're in a, a very authoritarian <laughs> police state. And again, I'm just throwing this out there. I'm just having the discussion because I do see both sides to most everything. Um, that's, that's what, you know, a mediator would do. I can sit down. I don't, I don't sit there and get emotional. I want to hear someone else's side. I'm intrigued by it. I'm fascinated by it. I don't get triggered if you say the opposite. I nod my head and I actually listen. That's the important part of conversation, to speak and then listen. Um, there's no one else right now, so it's just me. So I'm speaking. But you know what I mean. Um, we don't listen enough, I tell you. So I do have to mention as well, it, uh, it's that time of year, it seems, and I feel like it's going to come every year. It's going to be the next dose, the next COVID vaccine dose. Because now, uh, everyone who was mandated, who working in healthcare, had to have the first and second dose. And I told everyone this was coming. Now we have to get our third. Again, I'm not fighting that, but I'm just saying, and I'm being honest, I think the decision for, for anything, personal, medical, to your own body, after, of course, seeking medical advice, I'm not saying use Dr. Google, no point in that, seeing a professional, speaking to multiple ones if you want, Again, use your brain, be intelligent, be well-informed. But, you know, there are people called doctors, they are the professionals. Seek their advice. And after you've done all that, based on that, you know, they're not coercing, they're just giving you their professional medical advice. That's an important thing. You still should be able to make that decision yourself. And yes, I have felt a bit strange. I have felt a push, as many people have, working in businesses, um all across the world where the business and again many times as it is with mine they're being mandated by the government so it's not them but inherently they're the ones that have to enforce it and it does suck whereby yeah the decision is not based 100 percent on your own personal medical needs and requirements and and desires um part of it is you would like to keep your job. You'd like to not be homeless. You'd like to pay your mortgage. You'd like to eat that thing called food. And that's a tough one, you know? When the decision is 70-30 and uh, the greater part not yours, that's a tough one. Um, again, that's just, that's just being honest. And if we all can't be honest like that, if me saying that triggers you to say I'm an anti-vaxxer or something, well, I'm sorry to say you're, you're, you're ignorant and that's sad. And I feel sorry for you for not being open to have an intelligent conversation with someone because I am a very intelligent person. I have been vaccinated. But what I'm saying is, where is this going to end? And who's in control of it? And yes, this does lead to other types of mandates and control. Sorry, it just does. Look at history. Look at the government. Look at politics in general. Um, this is how it goes. Uh, who's to say there won't be other mandates that you are controlled by what you say or what you do? what color shirt you wear, what shoes you wear. I'm just being honest. When it starts with one, it can easily filter onto another. And right now the excuse is a pandemic. The best pandemic for a politician, uh, the best excuse for a politician is a pandemic. Oh my, they revel in that. Oh, people are in fear and worried and scared. They need someone to lead them out of the dark. Please lead me, control me, tell me what to do. I don't know what to do. I'm at your mercy. Oh, is that the right thing? Yes, I'll do it. 
Oh, did you come to that conclusion based on talking to virologists and learned scientists and doctors, a panel of people who made an intelligent decision? Oh, you didn't. Oh, you just went with that because, uh, because the, the pharmaceuticals decided it. Oh, no. Oh, yes, I said another buzzword. Oh, I'm a conspiracy theorist. Well, I'm sorry. When the pharmaceutical companies, when they have such control, they're not billionaires. They transcend that. They're beyond a billionaire. They control the billionaires. Again, <laughs> you think I'm a conspiracy theory nut? I'm just following the money. I'm just following the facts, folks. Facts and logic drive me. And um, when you have that kind of influence, damn right, you bet they have influence over the people who influence you. And yeah, then that trickles down to my other buzzword, influencers. God, I hate, I hate that. I hate that whole cluster of, and it's probably just because I'm not one. I'm just jealous. That's all it is. But that's the other thing, you know, we're driven by in Hollywood and, and Hollywood stars and actors, because God knows they're the smartest people on earth and uh, influencers who are just uh, teenagers on Twitter and TikTok who, who are engaging in a new form of drug, a new endorphin, uh, uh, a new way to get a quick fix. And it's called likes. And hey, we're all susceptible to that. Our lizard brain loves that. We like being liked. Of course we do. Nobody likes being not liked. <laughs> um, we all like positive reinforcement. So yeah, if you, if you stick with something or you err on the side of controversy or, or you, you stick with another group and you, you promulgate their narrative and then you get followers like, yeah, man, fuck yeah, yeah. Down with those anti-vaxxers. The hell with that. Or in reverse, whoever it is. It's sad to me that dipshits influence. That's all I'm going to say. That's the best way to put it. Dipshits are influencing the world. And uh, in my day, it was passing a note in class, or you had to actually have the gossip in the playground. Remember that? When you'd go to recess, that's where all the gossip happened, or, or after school. But now the gossip flies so fast out the door. You can't, you can't stop it. Lightning fast. Um... I see kids on their way to school. The kid's like, the kid's like 10 years old and they've got a phone and they're all, they're all tapping on their phone. What the fuck is so exciting that you have to, and usually ignoring the person next to them, that you have to send it out to everybody immediately before you get to school. You're going to see them in five minutes. Jesus Christ. Uh, enjoy the fresh air. Look at the birds. Look at a tree. Jesus. So anyway, I rant, but... These are all truths, and they're all connected and all part of the problem. So, on to the third dose. So I have to get my third dose, whether I get it or not. Um, it's probably like before, partly my decision, and partly a decision based on the fact that I don't want to lose my job. That's life. It is what it is. We are where we are. But what I'm saying is, where is it going to end? Uh, and it also is interesting, this comes on the back of, in America, the Supreme Court knocking back Biden's mandate to do this very thing, to allow businesses to force um, mandated COVID vaccines on employees. Um, and that's interesting. That's a big shift in America that they are not going in that direction. Whereas in Australia, we're, we're going down that road quick. 
man, it's a bullet train and we're all on it. And um, let me say, everyone still pictures that, that old Australia, the bronze babe, tans, crocodile Dundee laid back, you know? You know? Good on you, mate. How you going, mate? Have a stubby, mate. Yeah. You'd be right, mate. No, that's changed to sit down, shut up, mate. Get the jab, mate. Shut up, mate. Get in the van, mate. Um, yeah, shit changed quickly here, I'll tell you. It went from beach sand laid back, beautiful beaches, to, to draconian, you know, 1984 Orwellian Australia. Who would have thought it would have been Australia? Interesting. I wonder if anyone had predicted that. Probably not. Uh, but again, you live and you learn, are you supposed to? Are we? <laughs> are we learning anything? I don't know if we are. Uh, based on the video of, of the woman being thrown in the back of the van by the cops because she didn't show, show her vaccination on her phone. Um, yeah, it seems extreme. It seems extreme. And again, people will chime in and say, well, how, how, did you, how do you want them to control the pandemic? What do you want them to do? Just let the all anti-vaxxers go nuts? Well, again, I could imagine. Well, I can't imagine. I can't imagine how hard it's been for those in charge to make these decisions. But I'm talking about anyone who's in charge who really is making logical decisions, not the fucking politicians. Sorry, I don't trust a single one of them. Maybe you start out altruistic and wanting to go into politics to actually help people, to help communities, and then further help, you, help your whole state and help a whole group of your constituents. I do believe it starts off like that. Everyone starts off with good intentions. But somewhere along the way, I'm sorry, every politician turns corrupt. It's called money and power. Both of those corrupt, absolutely. Sorry to say, and that's another fact. Maybe there's a sprinkling of them out there, but once you're in the upper echelons, you're all corrupt as fuck. Okay, that sounds pretty negative, but I have hope that maybe we'll have some or, or have some now that aren't. That would be nice. But um, unfortunately, I, I do believe that mostly they're driven by um, pushing the right narrative so that they, uh, they can get elected. And uh, there's a giant truck pulling up. I'll tell you, I can't escape. It's a pandemic, and I still can't escape noise. <laughs> um... So the third dose, look, it's just, I just, when does it end? You know what I mean? Um, like I was saying, if, if when this whole thing started, we really just focused on the intelligent people, the virologists, the scientists, the people that actually work with these viruses, they come up with the vaccines, they've been doing it for, for their whole career. You know, even some of them said, and yes, you can doctor Google it if you want. Um, some of the top virologists said, you know, really, it was about starting with those who are immunocompromised and, and who, are, who are elderly, have comorbidities. Uh, again, I know you're like, oh, you're just talking shit. I'm not a doctor. I'm not talking shit. But if you do read something that's factual, it does stick with you and you start to put together the facts into a whole story. That's logical. You shouldn't just Google shit and believe everything you read. Well, no. Uh, and again, I'll never just spout rhetoric. I can't stand that. But what I am just telling you is some of the options that were there, and I don't think they were, they were taken in the right way. Um, to have listened to, to some of the virologists who said, maybe we shouldn't have, have started with healthy adults and, and now kids. Start with the, the groups and communities who are at, at most risk health-wise. And 
I'm a, a healthy adult, uh, and yes, I am vaccinated, and I'm like, so I have to get a booster? Is this going to be every year? Um, I never used to get the flu shot. Yes, this is not the flu. I get it. It is COVID-19. But, you know, the rainforest, she's a brewing some fucking wild shit that you never heard of, buddy. Don't you worry. Are you kidding me? The earth is, is just can't wait to kick us out. The earth can't wait to fucking spit us off. <laughs> it doesn't like us. You know how I said we adapt to things? Eh, we do and we don't. Sometimes we adapt things to our needs. Uh, and no, I'm not a bleeding heart environmentalist save the world, but I do love the planet. And I do believe there are certain things we do that aren't very smart. And no, we don't really live in a symbiotic nature with the earth. We tend to bend it to our will. So I think sometimes, um, yeah, Mother Nature, she's cooking up some bad shit. So, yeah, COVID is just the tip of the iceberg. There will be more. There will be others. So this is what I'm saying. I'm just posing these questions. Is this life? Is this what we're going to do? COVID will lead to another one. Um, again, this has been in movies and sci-fi and for people who just make fun of them, I'll tell you, a lot of those sci-fi movies have pretty much predicted the future spot on. You know, you can even look at something like World War Z. You can look at zombie movies. Mm, replace the zombies with a pandemic instead, just pure pandemic. Not necessarily going around wanting to eat flesh, but essentially having society, having humans split into two. You wait. That's something that is very possible. Um, whether you want to call it the vaccinated and the unvaccinated, that's interesting. No, they're not zombies, but I'm just saying, uh, there's, there's potential for, for shit to turn so bad. <laughs> uh, again, I'm trying to stay positive, but I don't know. The zombies are at the gate. It's a tough one. And, um, and all I can say is the government doesn't help. I don't always think they come up with the best decision, the wisest decision, the most impartial decision based on the facts, based on actually helping people. I'm sorry to say a lot of times they're based on selfish needs and their selfish narcissistic drive to um, stay in power. Um, and if you think that's a theory, well, it's kind of not. Once you're in power, why would you want to lose it? That's another natural human instinct to keep power once you have it. So, anyway, I've gone on about a few things, but in the end, what have we learned? Well, police in Australia are going to nab you and throw you in the back of a van if you don't uh, show your immunization, uh, in Queensland at least. Uh, and I love how um, on some of the police, and I'm in no way anti-police, there are amazing police who do an amazing job, and they do a shit job. And in America, it's even worse. And I know they're just the arm of the government. And of course, sometimes they use that excuse. I'm just doing my job. I just hope a lot of them would just stop a minute and think about the human cost, whether it's their job or not. Think, remember that you're part of it too. When you go home and take off that badge, you're just another suck like one of us. Um, you're in this shit with us. Um, and yeah, some of, the, some of them aren't police was my point. They'll say like a um, liaison officer. <laughs> I love how everything... You know, the phrasing always gets desensitized. Um, um, yeah, gonna have a liaison, mate. Yeah, let's liaise. They're not liaising. They're grabbing the woman, pulling her arm, throwing her in the back of a van while she's screaming and fighting. That's not liaising. It doesn't sound like that word to me. Um, so yeah, just 
I don't know, we need to be mindful of where we're headed, where we are, how we've come through this being not so nice to each other. I think we've come out of this being worse to each other. Uh, but again, shout out to everyone in healthcare, everyone in healthcare, all the way up and down the line, everyone in administration, receptions, receptionists, everybody, anybody who works in healthcare. I do give a shout out to you because you've had it tough, I know. Everyone's on the front line, no matter who you are. Even if you're just, even if you're just taking calls, you're the front line. And um, props to you. It's, uh, it's been tough. I think we all need a mental health check. <laughs> anyway, just some food for thought. Hope you enjoy. And um, I'll uh, continue to have some guests next time. Next time. And um, I hope you enjoyed listening. And um, talk to you later. Bye.